Hello, listeners, and welcome to Friends of the Force. I'm your host, Brad Whipple, and this is From a Certain Point of View. On today's episode, we talk to an amazing Star Wars fan who is very active on Star Wars Twitter, and she brings a lot of great joy and great analysis to those that follow her. We talk about her Star Wars fandom, as well as what she thinks of The Rise of Skywalker and the sequel trilogy overall. A lot of great positivity on today's episode. So, without further ado, it's time to find out, from a certain point of view, what Star Wars means to Hammy. You told me Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the Force. He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. So what I told you was true, from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. Well, joining me today is none other than the reaction meme queen herself, (laughs) Hammy from Star Wars Twitter. Hammy, how's it going today? Hi, Brad. How are you? (laughs) Good. Thank you so much for coming on Friends of the Force. I I cannot not have you on the show after all the silly tweets and silly photos that I see you posted on uh, on Twitter and Star Wars Twitter, and it's such a positive ray of, of sunshine into my days. It's so great, and I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same way. So uh, I'm sure many of you out there know who Hammy is. Um, she's a big voice in the in the Star Wars community. And Hammy, just to get started today, did you want to give a, a little bit of an introduction to yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi, hi everyone. I'm Hammy. Um, I'm Balance Padawan on Twitter. Uh, Brad is so <laughs> nice to to say all those nice things about me. But yeah, um, I'm on Twitter and I'm tweeting way too much. Every day <laughs> Aren't about we Star all? Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's Star Wars Twitter is a is a fun place to be. Now, to get started in terms of your particular Star Wars fandom, which this is all from a certain point of view, just to kind of get to know who you are and how you got in the Star Wars. I just find it really fascinating to find everybody's different entry point into it. So you kind of had a a little bit of a a later start and a unique one as well because you you got through a lot of the movies at a pretty great time in the Star Wars franchise. So did you want to walk us through when you first got into it and and what that was like for you? Yeah, so I actually um, became a Star Wars fan uh, a year and a half ago. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm, a full, I'm a fully grown adult. Um, I was into I was into fantasy and, um, you know, sci fi and all that stuff when I was growing up. But for whatever reason, um, I just never got into Star Wars. Um, so then my friends had kept telling me for years, oh, you know, we know you're gonna love it. So you need to just sit down and watch all the movies. And I, mm-hmm. of course, put it off and never did. <laughs> and then finally, um, one of my friends, she, um, she is, you know, a casual Star Wars fan, but she was like, I think you need to watch the sequel trilogy. She was like, I think this is right up your alley. So um, you should go ahead and just like watch it all. And then, right. um, you know, can go see The Last Jedi. So, so yeah. So um, New Year's weekend of um, 2018, I took like that week and I just binged all the movies and then I walked straight into the last Jedi. Oh man. So, so yeah, I watched the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and then um, force awakens. And then I went in with my friend to see the last Jedi in the movie theater. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine just like your first theatrical star Wars experience being the last Jedi, the masterpiece that it is. So oh, of course, of course <laughs> I, I walked out of it being like, Oh, this is my favorite movie. I'm done for, <laughs> I, I guess I'll commit my whole life to this. now. <laughs> So when you're when when you talk about some of the fantasy that you liked before, what did some of that include? 
Um, well, the main fandom that I was in before, um, you know, as a kid growing up was um, was Harry, was the Harry Potter fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was also into, you know, pretty much anything, um, you know, YA and children's fantasy. Uh, but but Harry Potter was the main one. And so right. with my friends, you know, we we really were, you know, nerds about it. So, <laughs> so you know, we would, my sweet 16 was Harry Potter themed. Yeah. Not to oh, get too awesome. <laughs> so, so like my friends, you know, they, we, they, everyone was sorted into houses. It was, yeah. it was like a whole big thing. So, um, so yeah, so, so mainly it was Harry Potter. And then, um, and then of course I should have realized, you know, if somebody had just said, you know, I'm blaming my friends, but if somebody had just said that Star Wars follows something similar, you know, it's not just a sci-fi show. Cause I guess that, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, movie. Um, I guess that's what I had in my head that it was like hard sci-fi. Um, and that's definitely not what it is. It's yeah. very with the force. It's like, you know, it's very much rooted in fantasy and mythology and all that stuff. So I think if they had said that and said how similar it is to Harry Potter, then I would have been, you know, a fan quicker, but it's okay. It all worked out. You know, <laughs> yeah. <supposed> to, <laughs> so. yeah. It, you make such a good point too. I think that is a lot of people's conception probably originally when they first stepped towards the star Wars light, they're like, oh, it's very like, you know, sci-fi, like Star Trek. It's kind of the same thing. Like, no, it's not. It is very like space opera rooted in mm-hmm. monomyth. And uh, it's very, it's a romantic love story at its heart. Like that is Star Wars at its essence it is a love story between, you know, Anakin and Padme and Han and Leia and and uh, Ky- Kylo and Rey. And that's like what is happening throughout the entire saga. And it's creating... Uh, all these wonderful moments for our character, but also all this conflict at the same time. It's it's insane. Exactly. It's really cool. It's really cool to um, that it's not just you know a galaxy wide conflict like you mentioned. It comes down to the individual character relationships, and so mm-hmm. that's why I think I was able to connect with it right away, and then mm-hmm. say okay. And then on top of that, there's this whole spiritual level, right, with the Jedi and the Force and all of that. So right. it, it, it was it it got it got me you know hook line yeah. Right from the beginning. <laughs> when you are first starting to watch Star Wars, now had you had any prior knowledge of some of the big reveals? Because I know that's at least when I show people Star Wars for the first time, that's always the one thing I'm like, oh, I hope they don't know too much because I want to see their their reactions to everything that happens. So, yeah. did your your friend who was showing you all the new movies and everything was she kind of hoping from those like sort of big reactions from you? Like, what did you know about Star Wars beforehand? Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't know very much at all. Um, so I was texting her as I was watching all of the movies. So I was sending her memes and like gifts of like <laughs> things. Um, and I actually tweeted it out. There's a whole, uh, you know, once it had been a, my one year anniversary of being a fan, um, I tweeted out all of the texts. So they're really funny to look back on because of how clueless I was about stories. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't know very much. The only, I think the only thing um, just culturally that most people know is, um, you know, the I am your father reveal. Right. Uh, but I, I didn't know, you know, when it was coming up. And then I didn't know that, you know, Luke and Leia were twins. I don't think I... Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't... And I grew up, um, you know, my friends grew up with the prequels. So I think I knew that there were younger characters, but I didn't know how they fit into the whole Uh story. So, so yeah, so most of it was um, brand new to me. Um, That's that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) When When you're watching it, how odd of an experience is that? Because you have, like, so much coming at you within the span of, like, seven movies. And to go through, like chronologically you're going through like the 70s and then to the 2000s and to yeah. the early 2000s so there's so many distinct tones to each trilogy so like what is it like to just watch all these movies succinctly and not have to wait the years in between each of them you just get to watch them one by one and truly like experience the whole big picture all at once 
I mean, it was amazing. It, I think that's why it was so easy to become obsessed. <laughs> Is that the right <laughs> word? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was so easy to become a fan so quickly. I mean, I guess everybody, you know, right now we're in like a binging culture with mm-hmm. movies and TV shows and stuff like that. But yeah, it was um, it was a really cool experience. And I think it was also um, like the like having that generational separation. Um, it, it was really cool to see as a new fan, even amongst like the meta of it, right? Because some people grew up with the original trilogy and some people grew up with the prequel trilogy. So not only in the story is it different generations, but also, you know, in the real world, when you meet fans, they grew up with different parts of it. So it's, I don't know, it's really cool. It's cool to see a franchise that's lasted this long. And then um, me experiencing it within a week, I kind of get to connect with everybody (laughs) really fast. So, so yeah, it was, it was a cool experience. And um, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I really didn't know anything about the fandom or anything. Yeah when I was watching. Yeah, so you started your Twitter, you said, I think shortly after you you saw The Last Jedi because you wanted to talk to a lot of people about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I was... um... I mean, it felt like a long time to me, but I, I guess it was the end of February. I saw The Last Jedi at the begin, the first week of January, and then I guess it was the end of February was when I made a Twitter account finally. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I had a personal Twitter account, and I was just kind of, you know, creeping and following a lot of <laughs> Star Wars. And then, I, and then, um, and actually, it was really random. I guess I had been liking so many Star Wars, um, like people's tweets about Star Wars, that um, it was actually a, a Raylo who randomly just added me to a group chat because I guess she knew that I was, even though, <laughs> even though my profile was very not star warsy she she just ran it, it was like some stroke of luck that she just added me into a group chat on twitter right and then and, and then that and then i was like oh my gosh okay i guess i should do this so then i i made my own account it was it was just really cool to just be thrown in there and so yeah then i made my twitter account in like february of last year that's awesome so let's i want to talk a little bit um we'll we'll go back to kind of the star warsy uh experience but i i, I got to ask you i mean I talked to you maybe about like a, a month or so ago with the with the Mar live tweets because I feel like every single tweet that Mar had going on, that you had some like great reaction meme to post to the tweet, and I asked you, I was like, "How are you getting all of these?" And you showed me a snapshot of your of your folder that had like twelve hundred photos in it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" So you're, you're adding me, Brad. Crazy. No, I'm no, exposing no. you. <laughs> no, but I gotta ask though. Like, I mean, that's just. I think that really speaks a lot to your personality because you're. I feel like you have so much fun with the Twitter, uh, the Twitter conversation, and it really just shows like how excited you are to be a fan and just that you you love Star Wars and that's kind of in essence just like who you are and and like uh, like how do you go about that conversation on Twitter and like making new friends and finding new different communities and and just having a, a lot of fun with it because I feel like nowadays it's so easy to um you, you can run up against some adversaries on Twitter that could bully people out of fandom or um be rude to each other so like what's it like to you to find that community um with your Twitter something like a social media yeah no it's um it's really amazing I mean I don't know if you know but there, it was a really negative after the last Jedi came out. So it I, was I, I really like perfect time to become yeah. a fan. Um, you know, I actually, yeah, I loved um, Mars live tweets too because they just reminded me of how I experienced it as well. Um, and I'm sure for everyone else too, it makes you go back to that innocent moment of falling in love with Star Wars. Um, yeah. So it was great to see all of her tweets. Uh, but yeah, the the Twitter community, I'm so grateful for because um, I mean, at first I was getting into arguments with people about you know the Last Jedi and all that stuff, and then I realized that there's this whole other community that you know is just being more positive and enjoying it. And mm-hmm. so once I was able to find that, then it just became pretty easy to find other people who are, you know, 
posting memes and joking about it and, you know, just being excited about the final movie coming out. You know, I can't believe, you know, a year and a half has already gone by, you know, it felt like yeah. forever to be like, oh, the, you know, episode nine. Oh, it's so long away, long, you know, away. <laughs> it's so close, <laughs> though. Like, I know. Oh I can't believe we're like, you know, three months away now. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I'm so grateful for it. I'm sure I'm sure you've seen too. It's just fun to to talk on Twitter and um to you know just to experience the franchise together. Yeah, and I, I truly do mean that too. Like I'm you know w- with with the comments I I see you posting like it it it's a continuous reminder to me like the great parts of Star Wars Twitter because you know I try to go through and sift and and really keep my feed positive because that's really what I'm all about. I don't want to see negative stuff. Um, you know, it's one thing to be critical of Star Wars. It's another thing to hate it and hate Disney and all that kind of, you know, gross, toxic mm-hmm. stuff that's on there. But, you know, your feed in particular is just like, yep, that's it. That's 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 being a Star Wars fan, you know, just having fun <laughs> with it and, and loving it. So you're so nice. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> no, no. But it, it, I, th- I guess maybe because I think people don't realize um, who, you know, maybe have been fans for a, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't see that there's this whole growth of new fans that are coming in from the sequel trilogy. And mm-hmm. so all of us, you know, we haven't experienced any of the bad. Um, I mean, we are now, but, right. but we haven't, um, you know, we, we don't know to be, you know, to think, Oh, okay. This, you know, this was incorrect in the movie or that, you know, it doesn't, we're all so fresh and new mm-hmm. to, you know, to the scene or whatever. So it, um, you know, I just, I just hope that older fans would like, you know, welcome us. And, and they have most of the, the vast majority of, older fans have welcomed all the sequel trilogy yep. fans so yeah so, <laughs> but, but yeah even for, even for myself if i'm you know kind of worried about episode nine or you know whatever or if i'm just having a bad day it's so nice to you know to find friends like you and other people on twitter who are you know who try and stay positive so mm. it's great yeah it's it is a great place <laughs> twitter's a weird machine it's like some days it's like i want to get off this trash website and then other days it's like <laughs> i love everybody on here so yeah. it's it's a weird mix of emotions occasionally but again it's it's just about finding those right people i always say you know like give attention to the people who make a positive impact and lift up the community in general rather than you know retweeting the toxic stuff and um, retweeting the things that are bad or make us, you know, disappointed or those kinds of things. It's just like, keep it positive and, um, you just have a blast with that. Life's too short to, to, to hate. So let's just celebrate what we love rather than fight what we hate. Yeah, <laughs> That's, exactly. I keep going back to that Rose line. Cause it's actually know, really it's, smart. It's, it's so meta. <laughs> It's crazy how much I like go back to that, um, over the past year and a half. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I, like you were asking, um, you know, once I, you know, joined Twitter and stuff, um, and I started interacting with the same people over and over, um, I started hosting like movie nights and stuff like that. So that was a big part of, um, like online where we can, um, it was on rabbit before, but rabbit doesn't work anymore. So, so yeah, I would host, like, this was when I first became a fan. Um, I would host movie nights and I would host clone war nights and rebels, like as I was, cause I was watching them too, for the first time as well. Mm. Um, so I watched rogue one for the first time with other star Wars fans online. So that was so cool. And and no one spoiled me. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) so i again i'm new to the fandom as of probably uh april so i've only heard of the so-called rabbit thing i feel so old when i say that it's like (laughs) i feel like what's a vhs i'm like what's rabbit so what was it like or or, how how did you get the idea to to do this through rabbit like what kind of inspired you to go ahead and live stream the movie while watching it and and what was the general reaction like to people and did you make any new friends through doing that i got to imagine you probably picked up a, a few of them 
Yeah, yeah. So I think um, what actually started everything was, um, you know, Raylos are all really close to each other on Twitter. Um, we like to talk to each other every day and theorize and all of that stuff. So um, so actually what started was, I think um, one person sent out a tweet saying they wanted to do a book club. And since I hadn't read any Star Wars bo- um, you know, books before, I was like, oh, let's sign me up. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, yeah. So that's actually what started it last year was um, we were doing a book club. And so all of us became really close and we had like a group chat. And so we were doing like one canon book every month you know so we would do mm-hmm. like Leia Princess of Alderaan one month and then we do Lost Stars um and so we would and we would as a group pick which one we wanted to read next um and so all of us became really close and then you know I was like oh yeah I haven't seen Rogue One <laughs> so then in <laughs> April everyone was like oh we need to do this so then right. I figured it out um you know I figured out um someone had suggested oh there's a, it's it doesn't work anymore but um but Rabbit is um this website rabb.it um they're supposed to have a new version coming out called Cast um Ooh. I'm not sure if it works fully yet but anyways Rabbit you could um you could go on there and you could one person would play the movie so all you needed was one person to own the movie um or have it on netflix or whatever so you would host the movie and then everybody else could chat on the side Whoa. while you're watching yeah oh, that's awesome it really, yeah it was really really cool so um so yeah I, we did all the movies actually like we did you know the last jedi one night and then we did um you know force awakens we were going through like all of them and then um i became friends with other fans who were um once they announced that clone wars was coming back i was like oh we need to do a rewatch <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then i organized a group to rewatch watch Clone Wars so then we rewatched Clone Wars um yeah so oh that's <laughs> and then awesome all, and then we all watched Resistance together uh, the oh, first season so, great. We were, so we were watching it every Sunday night on Rabbit so I'm really sad that the website um you know they they had some um budget issues so they mm-hmm. no longer work uh, the website doesn't work anymore so oh, rip R.I.P. but hopefully yeah. we'll get something similar back because I'm like this sounds like an excellent idea I want to do something like that that sounds so fun <laughs> so that, that's awesome uh going back to to you now so you watch all the movies and you go into the last jedi i love that movie so damn much it's so good i'm like me too. like every weekend for me is like okay don't watch the last jedi watch something different this time just you know put like literally there are hundreds of thousands of movies out there you can watch anything you want next thing i know last jedi is on it's just like i can't stop <laughs> i mean well so- that was me with the twitter account right i was tweeting i think um something new every day like i would go on my lunch break and i'd be like okay what's something new and it would always yeah. be about the last jedi and it was and i guess it's good for my real friends because i was no longer bothering them so. yeah <laughs> but no it, it yeah that movie like I, I don't know what it was it was i mean i do know what it was it was ryan johnson and his brilliant mind but <laughs> but yeah I, I think um you know i had i've I had fallen in love with the original trilogy by the by Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I obviously enjoyed um, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, but I think Return of the Jedi because it was so you know funny, and then also it had the serious moments you know towards the end with you know Luke and Vader and all that stuff. I think it was just like the perfect balance of me being like, oh okay, I totally get what this is now. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where where it like really sank home like what Star Wars is and themes and like all yeah. of that. So, so Return of the Jedi was when I was like completely on board, and then the prequels showed me the amount of depth that could be found in the movies, you know, like, um, the politics, all of that. And so then I think it kind of was like perfect setup for, okay, I want something new and different with the sequel trilogy. And so then the force awakens happened. And then I just went into the last Jedi being like, okay, I want, you know, Ray to be nobody. And I want to see what's going on with like Ray and Kylo. Um, it wasn't, I mean, of course I was shipping them, but (laughs) it wasn't necessarily (laughs) just romantic. I was just like, okay, something else has to be going on for them to, um, you know, in the first movie immediately to know each other's fears and weakness, right? Like that loneliness that they both have, like what's going on with that. And so, and then the last Jedi came out and it was so brilliant. And Luke was my favorite character from the original trilogy. So to see him go through an adult arc, 
as an adult, it, I don't know, I just, I was able to connect to it really well because I'm obviously past the age of the hero's journey. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so seeing the older person's journey of, you know, maybe life not going the way you want it yeah. to and how you react to that. But then at the end, it's important to, you know, to be a hero in spite of, or um, despite your, you know, failures. Yeah. I, I just really connected with all of that, everything that Ryan was doing. And then, uh, you know, the visual imagery, all of it, it was just great. Yeah. I love, I love I'm that you bring up. About the last Jedi <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like now we're going to get into this like 40 minute rabbit hole and I'm totally okay with it. But <laughs> with the last Jedi, I, I totally agree with you. Luke was more human than I think ever before. And um, now that you're talking about Return of the Jedi is kind of when things clicked for you in terms of the, the themes and the mythos behind Star Wars. Like to, to you, what was that? What what clicked? Like what was the message that Star Wars was starting to send you versus what you were getting with A New Hope and, and The Empire Strikes Back? Well, I think I was more just taking it in, um, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to see what this was all about and, and all that stuff. And I think also, um, at least with A New Hope, it was very, um, it felt like, a normal action movie to me. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, totally. I mean, obviously there's the moment when, um, you know, Luke's parents die and like, that's like iconic, the scene, um, with the binary sunset and all of that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but in terms of like beating the death star and so it just wasn't where my interest was, whereas I was very interested in like the force and all of that. So, so an empire, when he was separated, I really got into that. Like I was super into, you know, all of Dagobah and all of that. And so then in return of the Jedi, I think I had a better understanding of, oh, okay, you're going to have both. Do you know what I mean? Like right. you're going to have the galactic conflict. You're going to have the force stuff. And it'll yeah. come together in this like awesome movie. And so, so then I was just primed and ready for Return of the Jedi. So then, when Return of the Jedi happened, and then, um, you know, Palpatine's throne room and all that stuff, it was oh, just, it was so perfect. good. Yeah. Now you're making me want to rewatch the the Return of the Jedi. I haven't seen that in so long, or re- I know, and I, revisited and I just it. Love Luke. Like yeah. when Luke shows up at Jabba's hut in his uh, black outfit, I was like, I love him. <laughs> That's my man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like he's got some big Kylo energy <laughs> during yeah, the beginning of, yeah. of Last Jedi. <laughs> now that I think about it, it's like kind of the same outfit almost. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't. No, it is. It is. Yeah, <laughs> the, the little doublet. <laughs> yeah. With the with the Last Jedi though, talking about Luke, I think that is. Yeah, his journey was such an adult arc, and uh, I, I think thinking about it now, it's it's really a story of f- experiencing failure and 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 feeling like you let everybody down, and then kind of going away from who you truly are, or like forgetting where you came from, almost in a way. Mm-hmm. And that's a very natural thing to do, you know, when you're stressed in life or things might not seem to be going the way you want them to or expect them to or you had this whole vision your whole life and it feels like it's crumbling down around you and for him that was happening to luke with the the training of kylo Mm -hmm. and then towards the end it's ray that helps him remember who he is i think of simba simba and mufasa he's like remember who you are which is funny because that's (laughs) james earl jones (laughs) but it's, it's kind of like luke's journey it's like remember who you are you're luke's you're luke skywalker um, you don't need to. You don't need to fight the whole first order. You just need to to show up and, and be the legend that we remember you as, and inspire hope in the galaxy, kind of like you did all those years ago, mm-hmm. by by blowing up the Death Star. It's just it's just the story of Luke, which is why yeah. it makes so much sense with those kids at the end. Um, you know, they can they can make the legend whatever they want it to be. They just needed a legend, some sort of legend to begin with. Mm-hmm. No, it was it's so great, and I'm and you know like I think a lot of the not controversy, but debate about Luke is like, oh, he would never try and kill Kylo. But I, I mean, he wasn't really trying to kill Kylo. He just happened to light a saber and, you know, Kylo yeah. woke up in that moment. You know, it was it was just a moment of, you know, of pondering. And, you know, we all go through those moments of like, oh, why, if I had just like thought about it for two more seconds, 
I, mm-hmm. I might have made like a different decision, you know, right. and then every, and then everything is affected after that, of course. So, yeah. so I don't think you should like, you know, people who are who feel like, oh, that's not who Luke is or whatever. I don't think they should take it that way. It's more of, um, you know, his reaction is really where the story is, you know, mm-hmm. um, feeling that feeling. I could just connect with it right away of pulling back and all of that. It, I don't know. It was just really great. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate it. And like you mentioned, um, him becoming a legend at the end. Like, I couldn't have imagined it any other way, you know, of him right. making a statement for the galaxy. And so I hope with, you know, um, episode nine that we'll we'll see those effects in the galaxy. You know, mm-hmm. he, you know, people discussing Luke and talking about Luke. Like, at least I hope personally that, um, that that's what happens. Yeah. So you have the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and then you see the sequel trilogy finally. Amongst all those three, like, what is the one? I feel like I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> what is the one that really clicks with you that that makes you so happy to be a star wars fan and why you already know the answer Brad. <laughs> no, no. i mean okay i love all of them i do i promise <laughs> i do love all of them the sequel trilogy will just hold a special place and i think it's like yeah. that for a lot of people it's the one that became made you a fan so you just have this connection to that you know group um actually now that um, I'm dug more into um, Clone Wars and all that stuff. I've actually mm-hmm. become like, a huge prequel fan. So yeah. I'm actually like super, super into the prequels as well. Um, I, there's just so much to dig into. And I, and I hope like a lot of the, um, you know, because The Force Awakens really calls back to the original trilogy. But I think Ryan, you know, dropped a lot of prequel references and kind of mirrored the prequels, you know, um, Rey and Kylo in the throne room, mm-hmm. um, all that kind of stuff, that imagery of Mustafar, like all that. So I think I hope that um, you know the final movie will kind of bring us full circle and connect all of them. But yeah, personally, I mean the sequel trilogy is where like my heart is. But <laughs> but, but I definitely like I can't love the sequel trilogy and not love everything that came before it. You yeah. Know what I mean? so yeah. I no. have, you know, um, I wouldn't have like the beautiful adult arcs that Luke Han and Leia are having without you know everything that happened before then. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I, I, I totally feel the same way. I mean, I, I was a Star Wars fan growing up, and I was always an avid original trilogy fan, and mm-hmm. the, the prequels came second for me, and now, strangely enough, the sequels are first for me, because it's almost like a rebirth of my own fandom where I'm experiencing it for the first time, and I think a lot of people probably feel that way who maybe were too young to understand what they were watching growing up, you know, and it's kind of like, uh, it, it is like experiencing it for the first time in, in such a unique way, but also paying tribute to everything that came before, like you said. So the, the single trilogy is, is super fascinating. Who would you say is the, the character that you've really attached to or identified with? Well, um, I think probably if anyone does follow me on Twitter, they'll, they'll first say Kylo. They'll be like, of course, she's a Kylo Kylo stan. Um, And that is true. That is obviously that is true. And I, and, you know, I think all of, a lot of us are invested in his character. And so it's going to be, you know, really crazy to see what Adam Driver does in in December. But, um, but actually like, I, I'm really connected to Rose. I think, um, I think the reason I love Rose so much is because she's me in, in, in Star Wars. <laughs> um, not not just because she's Asian and I'm Asian, you know that of course uh-huh. that's this, but it's more her personality. Like you, um, Ryan Johnson gave voice to somebody who you wouldn't necessarily see in Star Wars, and right. so, and she was able to have, have like a whole arc. And so I just I just love Rose, and I love what she stands for, and that she has this belief. And she was able to help inspire Finn. And I don't know. It, I just really love Rose. So so probably right now with the sequel trilogy, it's probably Rose. Yeah. Do you, What do you hope to see from her? Because I know we've gotten some pretty limited marketing from her for The Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> which I'm like, 
thank God they replaced her with or Claude with her in the yes. in the most recent merchandise. I'm like, get Rose on that poster. Come on. So, like, what do you hope to see from her in the Rise of Skywalker? Um. Well, I think it'll be cool. I mean, I'm. I think you know. So far, the only pictures that we've seen is her um, with the resistance on the resistance base. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah. I think she'll probably be our window into that. I think with um, Leia, you know, having a limited role. Um, which I'm really also, I think anything, as soon as Leia shows up, I'm going to probably start crying. I was already going to start crying <laughs> during the movie, but I mean, you know, seeing her is going to make me, you know, tear up. So, but I think, you know, Rose, um, Poe also, if he's, um, you know, the leader in the resistance, if that's how they end up going with the story, all that, I, I hope that they'll be able to kind of bridge that gap between, um, you know, the force plot and like the resistance plot. So I hope, mm-hmm. so I hope, I really hope that Rose has like a strong role. Yeah. Um, even if she's not, um, you know, with everybody else on the adventure, I hope that, um, she at least, you know, is doing, is working hard in. And I think mm-hmm. um, Kelly also mentioned that um, she had a blaster in something. So I, I think she Ooh. does join like the battle at some point. So, <laughs> I don't know how much you want. It's not leaks or anything like that, but it's, yeah. um, it's an interview, an official interview with her. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's had some interesting quotes, like the one about redemption. She's like, yeah. I think redemption's a pretty big topic. And everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and then she just like walked away. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I need to go, uh, I need to go sign a new NDA real quick. BRB. (laughs) It's Rose. Rose is getting redeemed. (laughs) (laughs) So looking at Kelly Marie Tran too, and I think this is something that I particularly, I like a lot about the sequel trilogy is it's diverse. And I I think for me, that's just such a, a more interesting star Wars universe. And I think it is for a lot of other people. And Mm. that doesn't mean any disrespect to the movies that came before, but I think any story is way more compelling when there's a, a much more diverse cast of characters where you're getting different perspectives and, and that's just so important for any story. So what was it like for you to see, see yourself represented on screen through Rose? Like what, like, why is that important and, and what can that mean for, for fandom in general and, and new fans of star Wars that are coming into the fold because of a character yeah. like Rose? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I should clarify that um, Rose is East Asian and I'm South Asian, but mm-hmm. obviously Asian content. <laughs> but 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 even pers- like I mentioned, personality-wise, um, you know, being that fangirl character, you would would never expect her to be in Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, no, but um, but yeah, that's all. That's one hundred percent why I love the sequel trilogy, and then also Resistance as well, um, because of the diverse cast that's behind it. So. Yeah. It, it just makes um, it connect better, I think, for a modern audience. And it's not to say, like, obviously we had Lando in the original trilogy, you know, we had Mace right. Windu in um, the prequels, but d- just to have this variety of not only, you know, um, you know, men of color, but also women of color, it's just it's just really great. And it, um, I think it will bring a lot of new fans and has already brought a lot of new fans into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. And to have somebody like Rey in a, in a leading role, Mm-hmm. as a as a as a female jedi is just so cool like i was so blown away by that and i was like wow they're really making some amazing moves right now in star wars to 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 do this mm-hmm. and and you could probably you could probably speak better to it as an older fan but um but there's also like an influx of strong of you know a strong female fandom growing out yeah. of um everything mm-hmm. with the sequel trilogy so so that's also really cool to see and that's just so important for Star Wars to continue to survive because we can't, it, it can't survive just catering to the the same type of audience. You know, it can't be a boys club forever. And I feel like growing up, it kind of felt that way. And I, I didn't really particularly like that about Star Wars. I wanted to talk to everybody about it. Mm-hmm. And and now it's so wonderful to just be, be able to have that conversation with everybody 
um, it just makes it a lot more exciting. Yeah. And I think it also, um, kind of welcomes newer fans who might not have been into it otherwise. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I might've had a, a wrong impression about what Star Wars was until I, you know, sat down and watched it and then, um, and then really connected with the sequel trilogy. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so that it, it definitely not only is growing the fan base, but it's also making the fan base more diverse. Mm -hmm. So I, I agree with that. Yeah. Now the rise of Skywalker is coming out. Did you know about that? <laughs> Did, have have no we heard enough about idea. it? <laughs> <laughs> what have I been tweeting about for the past year and a half? <laughs> I am so excited for the rise of Skywalker. I literally can't contain it anymore. It just needs to happen already because, um, because I said so. So <laughs> maybe if I speak it out into the universe, they'll release the, the movie a little bit earlier, but what, what are you excited about with this movie? I mean, now you, you've seen The Last Jedi in theaters, so you got that experience. This will be your second mo Star Wars movie to see in theaters, which is so sad because it's the last one of the Skywalker saga. It's like right when you get into it, it's like, bye, <laughs> we're leaving for a couple of years and then we're coming back. Don't worry. But, you know, it's the end of an era. So, I mean, how excited are you? I mean, I'm sure you're just ecstatic i mean i know you're ecstatic i see your tweets about everything <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure, like i'm sure you can hear it in my voice and tweets, so. <laughs> so what do you what do you hope out of this movie like what are your what are your thoughts well yeah i mean i did i did go see solo last year so this oh yeah this, oh my yeah, god yeah, i feel yeah. so, so this, bad i forgot about solo <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. i mean well you didn't know if i personally went to see it because i was still a very yeah. new fan so that so that was the first movie that i saw um you know opening night um, yeah the last jedi i saw about you know um maybe three weeks later after okay. it had already been out. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And so it was in an empty theater the last time. It was just me and my best friend, like, sitting, <laughs> like in the daytime, <laughs> you know, I yeah. just sitting there. But, um, but yeah, um, I saw Solo. But yeah, this will be my first, like, um, Skywalker Saga movie where I've had this, all the hype and the buildup. And I feel like that's half the fun of it is, yeah. you know, looking at posters and seeing, okay, what oh, is this yeah. thing? You know, theorizing all of that stuff. So, so yeah, I'm really excited. And I think, um, like, what I hope for it is that it just connects the saga in a way that I hate to use the interview term they're all using, but satisfying. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but I, I do, I do really want that. Like I want that connection back to the original trilogy, the connection back to the prequels. Like it's not just about the new characters, but it maybe it's saying something about the old characters and then bringing us forward into, you know, whatever they do next mm -hmm. uh, with the new movies. So, so that kind of like big picture connection is what I'm really craving going into um, the, you know, the rise of Skywalker. I don't, um, obviously I have personal wishes individually for like each character, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> like big picture wise, I feel like I could walk out of the theater happy just knowing that they, um, that they have been trying to say something with the sequel trilogy. Like they're trying to recontextualize a lot of the older stuff, you know, they're yeah. bringing in, um, reference. It's not, it's more than references. Like to me, um, you know, like other franchises I've, and it's not, you know, dissing any other franchise, um, in particular, but like, I just see with a lot of sequels, um, the reason they don't really connect and resonate the way the sequel trilogy has with a lot of newer fans is because mm -hmm. a remake or, um, a new, you know, like a sequel or whatever, they just are kind of calling back to things, but not really moving things forward as well. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's more just like fan fan servicing of like, Hey, wink, wink. We did that. You know, <laughs> the, the sequel trilogy is kind of really taking 
the old and analyzing it and saying, okay, what happened? What happened with Luke? What, ha- what is he, you know, what, what's going on with him? And then with the prequels, okay, so the Jedi failed. What, it, what are the consequences of that for like the wider galaxy? You know, all of that um, with the first order coming from the ashes of the empire. Like um, a lot of people might not see it, but at least for a sequel trilogy fan, who's like really into it. Um, I just see that they're trying to recontextualize and say something different with the trilogy. So whatever they have been trying to say this whole time, I just want them to finish it and like actually say what they've been trying, <laughs> you know, whether it's right you know, this is what the jedi are going to be moving forward you know yeah. all that stuff um okay we won't do republics anymore you know the the galaxy will be like a, we'll have a un or something you know <laughs> it doesn't need to be so specific it can just be like you know a metaphor that like okay we all walk out of the theater and understand but right. <laughs> but yeah yeah I, w- I just would love to know what the the theme of what they've been trying to say the whole time with the sequel trilogy yeah, we're going to really get the essence of Star Wars in a, in a <laughs> two to three hour movie. It's kind of nuts. I don't pity J.J. Abrams whatsoever. Poor guy. I feel like we need like another nine hours <laughs> to get through everything. I think J.J. Abrams also probably at this point needs a Xanax or something. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like on the editing room floor. He's just shaking in the fetal position, curled up in a ball. And they're like, J.J., hey, the movie's coming out soon. You got to keep editing, buddy. <laughs> But I, you know, it's, he's, he does have a pretty crazy task because he's got to, you know, like you said, make the, make the movie its own thing, but also speak to a nine part saga, which is so crazy. And then also lay the groundwork for like an open ended conclusion. Cause you don't want to just like tie all the, you don't want to close every single bridge, you know, you want to keep some stuff open for potentially maybe an episode 10 down the line or something. I don't know how that would look, but. He has a huge monumental task, but talking about bringing in some of those elements from the, the original and prequel trilogy, what would you like to see the most uh, brought into this movie? I mean, of course I want um, Hayden back. <laughs> I want Hayden Christensen. I think that's my number one thing yeah. um, in terms of old stuff coming back. Um, not that he's old, but <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so he's yeah. He's kind of uh, old. He's almost 40. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Uh, I'll be there soon. Not, not soon, but pretty close. Uh, but yeah, no, no. I would love um, Hayden to come back and some kind of reconciliation or discussion or something with him and Kylo. Um, mm-hmm. because something's going on with Kylo and I think he needs to talk to his grandpa. So, yeah. so, so I, I like more than even, um, like I know I'll, most people to, you know, think that Luke will come back as a force goes. And I think, I think Luke would really help Ray. I think that, uh-huh. I see that, but I think Anakin coming back or at least in a vision or some kind of situation really, um, might be the thing that helps Kylo. Um, yeah. So, so I, so I really want Hayden. And then I would love, um, I, I don't know if Natalie Portman would come back, but I would love like a Padme reference too. So, so a reference to both of them. Um, and that way it connects back to the prequels. And cause I think that that's, you know, because the prequels happened after the original truly, I think it again, recontextualized everything. So it's about Anakin's fall and what happened with him mm-hmm. and Padme and, so that that wound that was caused that you know Leia had to go through and then Luke had to go through and then it got passed that wound kept getting passed down <laughs> now <laughs> you know that right. so I just want that kind of healing thing to happen and so for that to happen I feel like Anakin and Padme have to be brought up into the yeah. movie Oh absolutely if we're talking about the rise of Skywalker which to me <laughs> to me means the rise of the the lineage the family blood it's finally going right. to stop causing chaos and problems in the galaxy it's gonna finally exactly. get its shit together for once but yeah <laughs> I, I do agree though you have to incorporate you know anakin who if you're looking at this as a sequential saga he starts the whole thing to sort of bookend it he's got to be involved you know I, I think it almost is like a given if i had to go to las vegas right now and put some money down <laughs> 
at, at the betting casino, I, I would probably put my money on him appearing in this movie like a lot. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. What was cool was that um, in the most recent, um, obviously we're getting Palpatine back. So yeah. in some form, whether that's physically or not, you know, dark side mm-hmm. metaphor or whatever. But um, in the most recent, um, in the D23 um, teaser or whatever, um, yeah. we did hear like Vader breathing, I think, at the end. So that So I'm surprised more people aren't talking about that. Yeah. Um, that you can hear Palatine's voice and then Vader breathing. So I'm like, so I, I'll double that bet with you <laughs> if we go to Vegas. Together. Yeah. I, not that I have too much money to put down, honestly. I'll yeah. be like, I'll be like, do you uh, have starting bets at five dollars uh, and I, some extra change, maybe? <laughs> we have a bunch of Star Wars gear we have to buy, so we. I know, have- right? <laughs> it's like stop Star Wars. I mean, as of the time this episode's released, Triple Force Friday is tomorrow, and I'm like, oh, stop <laughs> with the Triple Force anything. <laughs> I can't handle it, but. Yeah, I, I, I cannot wait for The Rise of Skywalker. What do you think... I, I gotta ask. Uh, now, as the reaction meme queen herself, as I, I probably would oh want to call you, that's your title now, officially, because you just always have a reaction meme for everything. Um, You're so what nice. would you What would you say is your reaction meme, um, assuming you like The Rise of Skywalker and it blows your mind, What what's going to be the first reaction meme that you post? Like, what would it encapsulate your... Um, your feelings <laughs> like what's your favorite one to use <laughs> so i think it'll probably be um there's there's this force awakens um meme of kylo in the forest at Starkiller, yeah. and um and he's just screaming like his mouth is open <laughs> and, then, and then the caption below it is just in brackets screaming so <laughs> i think that would probably that's probably going to be my reaction even if it goes the way i want and if it goes the way i don't want good it's point be that reaction. yeah Probably that is crying. a very good point. I guess maybe maybe a meme of like someone crying probably is probably also <laughs> the, the second meme right after that. <laughs> <laughs> now take me through a couple of your other favorites. I want I want to know like what are your now actually I want to know this. Do you create some of these or do you find these on like Reddit? Like what is your strategy? Not to give away the the secret ingredients oh, no. to success, <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, no, the, no, no, no. Um, it's actually all. Um, most of the ones that I have are from other Raylos. So Raylos mm-hmm. actually create them all. Like you'll see us instantaneous. Like if you follow a lot of us. Um, uh, so it's not Reddit or anywhere. I mean, some. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some travel over from Reddit. Um, but um, we're usually like screen capping interviews and taking reactions of right then and there of people. And so we start using them. Um, and mm-hmm. so they get passed around really quickly on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I do. I do make them. I do make a lot of them. But I know I yeah. do take. All for uh, for most of, most of the ones I'm oh yeah are from other Raylos and stuff too. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah my favorite ones are the cast ones like I feel like they all have like such good faces like they're so yeah they have such good expressions and um, the sequel trilogy cast I mean I mean I have older ones but uh yeah the sequel trilogy cast like um John Boyega is great he's like my favorite person to, <laughs> yeah he, he just has such a good face for reactions so I love <laughs> I love his um Oscar Isaac's got some good ones um yeah so so it's usually Raylos like in the moment or we'll kind of play off each other um we'll be tweeting you know dumb stuff and then yeah. um it'll lead down a rabbit hole and then we'll end up <laughs> making a meme for that so it was actually us like sitting there making it on our phones <laughs> yeah oh my god the Raylo community is so great like when i first start saw like a force awakens and the last jedi like i definitely knew there was something there in in between kylo and ray i just didn't really know how to contextualize it until i found the Raylo community and i was like wow I was like, there is so much discussion happening right now about Kylo and Rey and also the fact that these people are so nice and they have such great takes on Star Wars and they're just also having a blast in their own corner of Twitter. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I want to 
follow more people in that area, which is like, I think that's how I found your, your Twitter, um, ultimately. But yeah, there are some, some great reaction memes that that community has created. It's, it's incredible. I keep saving them on my phone, uh, as I see them because they're just, I'm like, I need these for uh, a purpose at some point. I know I'm going to use this one at some point. My favorite is the couch surfing one with the Daisy Ridley interview. I just think Daisy Ridley is the most memeable person in the entire face of the earth. Yeah, yeah. I've been using that one a lot. Like her with the coffee mug and then her like surprise face. And like, yeah, yeah. yeah, That that couch surfing interview had got some good mileage out of it. Oh my God. And to her like watching her stunt double, or I guess Mm -hmm. I wasn't actually her stunt double. I don't know if it was or not, but she was like, oh my God. And she was like mind blown and her jaw was dropped. And that was a really popular one a couple months ago. Yeah. But... Yeah. That, I don't think that was, there was um like, uh, yeah, it's not her stunt double, but it was still like an awesome video and for her yeah. to react. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm also a big Adam Driver meme fam right now too. I recently found these photos and I'll have to send them to you, but they're uh, for some reason, like Adam Driver did a photo shoot with dogs. I don't know if you've seen yeah. this or not. Did you, have you seen I this? Have. <laughs> yeah and i'm like these are way too underappreciated right now i was like i don't see these enough on twitter (laughs) so like there's one of him like holding a dog and he looks super sad and i'm like that's gonna be me after like if i had to choose one for rise of skywalker that's the one Um, (laughs) i'm glad i got to talk to you about it because i had i had to vent a little bit and and see what your uh what the inside baseball was for for memes and reaction memes from your perspective your point of view (laughs) yeah yeah no and i mean um i mean it obviously goes outside memes too I've seen, I'm sure you've seen on Twitter. It's just a really cool community. I mean, for, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure a lot of your listeners are already following like you and then um, other people who are, who are active on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you if you follow um, if they follow you or follow me, um, they can you know see all the retweets and so many people like we all react in real time and it's mm-hmm. really cool because we're interacting with um, you know Lucasfilm employees too. And yeah. it's, it's really cool to, to be able to do that. And with the Star Wars official account, like they'll, um, I was actually like kind of shocked. One of my first like interactions with like someone big was the official Star Wars account uh, uh-huh. because they, they had called um, Kylo Ben in, um, <laughs> in, in like a tweet or something. They had Oop. like, um, yeah, yeah. They had called Kylo Ben and I had like done like a reaction meme for that. And then they responded <laughs> back with another reaction meme. And I was like, oh my, oh my God. God. And I was like a new fan. It, it was such a big deal. <laughs> but no, no. But like Rayla's, I feel like every time news gets announced anything, it's just really fun to be part of that community. Yeah. Because it's, so, it's so positive. And everyone is tweeting really hilarious stuff, like really funny, creative jokes. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what do you um is that like kind of been the place where you found the most sense of home on Star Wars Twitter, you you would say? Uh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure with the Raylos. I'm so glad I found them because um not just in terms of like, okay, it's fun every day to interact with them and talk about Star Wars, but also in terms of like, you know, um podcasts and um theorizing and all that stuff. They're just yeah. talking about Star Wars in a way that like I really connect with. Um they're talking about, you know, the mythology behind the forest, all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um I just really connect with so I so yeah, it's definitely with the Raylos that I um have the most fun but but it's cool it's kind of cool because i feel like we've um people who even who aren't Raylos, i think they see how passionate we are so a lot of people are like coming around before episode (laughs) nine like i just i'm just starting to notice like a lot more people are following all of us and kind of you know making memes of their own um is that like because we you know Raylos get a lot of heat for liking kylo um because they're like oh he's a bad guy blah 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 even though everybody's loved villain you know everyone yeah. loves Vader. like right. you know <laughs> how is it any luke, different you know <laughs> right, exactly almost as much as luke like people love vader so and yeah. he's so iconic too so it's not like a bad it's part of star wars to like the villains um because 
you know, we're not perfect. You know, we can't all be, you know, good all the time. So whatever. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so a lot of realists get, you know, flack for liking Kylo. So I think at this point it's been so long that we're just like, whatever, we're just, he's a baby. He's never done anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now the baby memes have like taken off. And now people who aren't even Raylos are like, he is a baby. He's just a baby. <laughs> he's like a baby Skywalker who's never done anything wrong. Right. And so, yeah. So it's really fun to see other people who aren't necessarily Raylos like kind of accept us and um, join, join in our fun. So. <laughs> and I mean, if, I feel like Lucasfilm's really catching on to this because even like Anthony Carboni from the Star Wars <laughs> show does it all, like talks about baby Kylo all the time. And yeah. even today, as of today, Today's um, recording, they released the Kylo comic book. I don't know if have you had a chance to read it. Yeah, yeah, I read it. Oh my gosh, I it was. I think it came out like early this morning, right? And yeah. I, I don't know why. I guess my brain is like in tune with Star Wars. I, I forgot to set an alarm, but somehow my body woke up at five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I normally wake up at six, but I woke up like an hour early, and yeah. I, yeah, and I read the comic in the morning. <laughs> and so, so yeah, there's the, the there's the um the panel where he's like, "That's gonna make me look like an infant." <laughs> I know. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's like they did it. <laughs> It's kind of funny because there's also, um, I think it's um, Chinese Star Wars. Um, they um, have those rollout cartoons that are coming out. Yes. So it's got like a baby um, Ben Solo cartoon. Right. Yeah, yep. so all of that. Uh, I mean, all of this has been planned. Like, you know, they're not doing this for the Raylos. I think this whole humanizing yeah. of Kylo and um, seeing him when he was a baby and seeing him when he was younger. I think that's, you know, that's been the plan going into episode nine. Um, so that when he's redeemed, it's, you know, it's it's not like a huge surprise. But, right. but it's, still fu- it's still funny to like see like actual baby jokes that are in- <laughs> <laughs> it's so great i that was the one of the first panels i saw this morning when i woke up and i was like i was on the floor laughing so hard i was like oh my god they, they went there they're going there um i i wonder if there will be a line in the movie to be honest in the rise of skywalker that'd be so funny <laughs> that would be well i'm sure i wonder if like we'll get any kind of reference back to when he was younger um, because we yeah. do get it in like canon material, like in books and stuff like that. We've gotten um, it's I, like that st- stuff like goes straight to my heart when we see, um, you know, the young solo family, like you see Leia and Han and Han struggling yes. being a like dad. Last shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I love last shot so much. And so, uh, yeah, we do get those moments, but it'd be really nice to like get, I, I don't know how they could do it. Like, you know, I don't know if they could do a flashback, but some kind of, I mean, it's hard with Leia too, like to be able to say, like to talk about her son, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't know how they'll do it. I guess we have to wait and see. I would just really like that. Um, something about them being a family before. I have this, I have this one like kind of theory of a shot in my head, but I would love, I, I know there's some like talk that Kylo could potentially fly the Falcon potentially like yeah. as some sort of escape. And like maybe so where Ray is her and Chewbacca is injured or something. And it's all up to Kylo to like fly the Falcon out. Mm-hmm. I would love for him to sit in the seat and then like, like the shot, like turn to the the controls and then turn back to Kylo, but then it's his baby's or his like little self again, and then Han Solo is like behind him with his hand on his shoulder and he's like, "You got this, kid," and then it goes back to the cockpit and then back to Kylo and he's back to his old self again and then he has to fly it. Like I was like, that would be such a really cool way to bring back Han Solo and then also yeah. like flash back to a young Ben Solo being like the true solo that he is. I don't yeah, know. That's something I hope up. happens. You're making me tear up because I, because I, t- I would love like Harrison to come back, you know, I know yeah. he said he's like done, but just to have him, I, I feel like, um, 
you know, since Carrie can't be there, I feel like we need some, you know, someone else yeah. there who's like, connected to Ben. I mean, we do have Lando, so maybe Lando will play a role. But that's beautiful. That's like seriously, like I would that would like break my heart and put it back together in like one shot. That's such a beautiful <laughs> idea. I love that. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And it'd be such a good way too to to bring Harrison's or Han Solo's story back into the fold mm-hmm. because I mean, last time we left off with Han Solo, he he was killed by his son. So if mm-hmm. if Ben Solo is going to be redeemed, I feel like there should be some kind of moment where it's a cue to the audience that kylo realizes he misses his dad or something along those lines just to kind of show that he's he's still human i mean he is but it's just another element there of not forgetting what he did um but him reconciling with that in some sort of really emotional Mm -hmm. way for the for the audience so uh, there's a lot that could happen i'm so excited though um me too (laughs) so so tying it back a little bit to, to your personal experience as we start to to round down the show here but if you had decided not to binge those Star Wars movies all those uh, a couple years ago and and you just decided to pass on Star Wars, looking back now, how do you think your life might be different? It would be totally different. <laughs> so, I mean, just, just my day-to-day, I mean, I should not be on Twitter that much talking about Star Wars. But, but even personally, you know, I've become like really good friends with um, a lot of the people on Twitter. So um, yeah. we're planning a trip to Galaxy's Edge next year, you know, oh, so I'll be awesome. meeting people, you know, I haven't you know, seen in person. And uh, I don't know if you've been to Celebration, but I know that's the case with a lot of fans. You get to finally meet everybody who, um, you know, you were talking to online. So, mm-hmm. so just, you know, personally and day to day, it would be completely different to not have that in my life. I would just be going to work, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I would be, you know, like sadly watching some other show, but it wouldn't be with like this level of passion. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really cool. Um, because I feel like it came at a perfect time. I mean, I'm sure if for everyone you feel that way, like, Oh, like, if it hadn't come in at that moment in my life, it would have been like really bad, but it just came at a perfect time because, you know, things are happening in the world and I'm able to kind of um, think about morality and all of that through Star Wars. Um, I know that's like, so that's so much pressure on the franchise. (laughs) It really helps to see other characters going through this struggle of, okay, what's right. Um, All this stuff is happening in politics and, um, but you have these mythological characters and archetypes that you're able to kind of look to for inspiration guidance or whatever you know whatever it is and you don't even realize that you're doing it but like just thinking about these characters is helping you process um what's going on in your real life so yeah it's it's really cool and they each have their own separate story going on so it's like you may not relate to the story of kylo but you may relate to the story of finn or rose or padme so it's like you have your whole cast of characters to choose from that you can kind of attach yourself to yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, my fa- I have we haven't even mentioned it, but my favorite, my actual favorite character is Ventress from um, oh, Clone Wars. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love Ventress and I love Kira from Solo, and I, they're so similar to Kylo because it's yeah like, these conflicted characters who help a hero. Do you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. they, they yeah. I, we. I mean, knock on wood, Kylo is not dying, but but like um, please no. You know, Ventress. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ventress it helps the hero and Kira lets yeah. the hero go at the end of Solo. So it's just um, it's just really cool that um, she's my favorite character. And so, yeah, it, it, it's cool to like see those kinds of stories of moments of darkness and then also know there's hope and there's light at the end of um, at the end of all that. Yeah. Would you say that's kind of your that was gonna be my next question. But in terms of the, the ultimate lesson that you think Star Wars teaches us, is that what you think it probably does teach is about it is about hope and that light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, yeah. I think um, 
Yeah, definitely. That's, that's, I mean, hope is probably what everyone would say, right? If you picked, if you had to pick one word for, to describe (laughs) Star Wars, but it's so funny because, you know, there's that famous quote from George Lucas where he's like, oh, it's for 12 year olds, you know, but he doesn't mean it in a bad way. He just means 12 year olds are the ones who need it the most. Um, right. We're like growing up, but then you don't realize like as an adult, there's still stages that you're going through and growth that you're going through. Like, like we mentioned with Luke and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I would say like hope for that you can move forward despite whatever problem you're going through at that moment in your life. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'd say that for sure. Yeah. And Star Wars, speaking of just being, being made for 12 year olds, I think it does help us to <laughs> bring out the 12 year old in ourselves because mm-hmm. you get so bogged down in adulthood and it can be kind of depressing sometimes, Definitely. but to be able to watch a movie and feel like a kid again, that's, we need those sorts of connections to our younger self mm-hmm. and that sense of discovery and going into the unknown and, and, and adventure. And I think that's why Star Wars resonates with so many different generations in particular. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 100%. And I think it, it's cool that, um, it, you know, cause I didn't, my parents, um, didn't have never seen Star Wars until I watched it with them now but um, but yeah they weren't able to pass that on to me but I w- I'm able to see it in other fans and then with my extended family you know my little cousin who's you know five and six like they're both into Star Wars and then their dad is into Star Wars so it's just a cool family thing to experience yeah. with your family and across generations that you can mm-hmm. all kind of share it together yeah definitely now besides the rise of Skywalker what is one of the biggest things that you're looking forward to the most in Star Wars or what is something that you would really like to see that hasn't been done before? Um, well, coming up, I would say uh, um, Resistance Season 2 next month. I'm so excited. Yeah, uh, we just got that new poster today too, yeah. which is looking very nice. It literally just dropped. So I, can't, I can't wait to see Kaz and Tam. I, I feel yeah. so bad about Tam. I'm like, are you okay, Tam? In the <laughs> so I can't, I can't wait to see her redemption arc when she comes back. So, Hopefully, um, so fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, Resistance Season 2. And then obviously I'm super excited for Clone Wars to come back next year. Uh, yeah. But yeah, things not seen, you know, seen in Star Wars. I want that Ryan Johnson trilogy. I can't wait. <laughs> I don't like whatever is in his mind. I just want to, you know, you know, just experience it. So I, I'll be excited to see him, you know, with a clean slate, what he's able to do and what he's able to create. I think um, without any of the pressure and stuff um, or, you know, outside fandom expectations, um, it'll be cool to just have him create something brand new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's not, he's not, um, He's not tied down to any of the previous characters or stories. Mm-hmm. He can just com- completely open the sandbox and just mm-hmm. do whatever he wants in the Star Wars universe, which considering what he did with The Last Jedi, which was fantastic with our cast of characters, now he gets a whole new storybook to write. And that is super exciting. So I think that's a really good thing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not getting canceled, people. Stop making that your <laughs> clickbaity news headlines. It's not happening. That's just I know, stop. It, it, it keeps like doing interview obviously he's got knives out coming this year. And every time he does an interview he's like still talking about Star Wars and I'm like, you guys gotta stop. Like I mean and I mean I totally understand, you know, that yeah. taking a break because Star Wars is very special. So like I don't I don't even mind, you know, we there's plenty of content with Disney Plus that three years will go by you know with no problem so yeah uh, so whether it's you know um the game of thrones guys you know their movies first and then ryan's is even later like that's okay as long as um as long as he's doing what he wants to do and yeah able to finish it so <laughs> oh totally yeah i'm he's a great guy and i just saw a photo of him too i guess he was with Lindsay romaine and he was doing some karaoke or something i don't yeah. even know <laughs> there's some crazy stuff going with ryan johnson he's just having a blast with life and he mm-hmm. he just is probably going to release one of the best movies of the year in a, in a month here uh, with knives out. So I'm, I'm super excited for that movie. Now, Hammy with 
Star Wars in general. Now, what is one word or phrase that when you think of Star Wars and how it has impacted your life, what would that be? Or it could be a sentence. I feel like a phrase is kind of tough. It's like, <laughs> you're, you're going to let me cheat. When life gives you lemons, like, no, I don't think that's Star Wars. Maybe it is Star Wars, honestly. <laughs> um, I think it would probably just be, I'll, I'll do one word. I'll, I'll say it's, okay, I'll, maybe a phrase. <laughs> it's um, it's going to sound so Jedi and Zen, but it's looking at your inner self. I think that's Ooh. that's what it, it really comes down I like to. That. Um, even though there's you know space battles and all of that stuff, I think it really comes down to the characters and um, connecting with them and and seeing what the story is trying to tell you. Yeah. So so that's definitely probably what it is for me. That's a great one too, and we've had several moments of looking at your inner self with Kyle or uh, with Luke in the in the Dagobah cave. You know, mm-hmm. slicing oh, off yeah. the helmet, looking literally. inside his own self at the yeah. literally his his face in the helmet and. And Ray looking inside herself in the cave when she yeah, exactly. thinks she's going to see her parents. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Look at that. bro! <laughs> I didn't even make the connection to that, but you made it a lot more intelligent. So. Hey, you're the one that said it. And I, I love asking that question because so far, every time I've asked it on the series, I, I feel like everybody has a different answer. And I find that really, really interesting. I'm like, I need to make a wall art of it sometime. I'm going to put all your answers together and do some... <laughs> big star wars uh big star wars tribute or something i don't know but i, yeah, I just yeah. love that question because again it's all from a certain point of view so for you it's looking at your inner self and for somebody else it might be something completely different and that's mm-hmm. the great thing about star wars so hammy is there anything else that you wanted to add or is there anything else we should know about you besides the facts <laughs> beside the fact that you have an incredible library of uh reaction memes and that you're just generally a good person and you're a great star wars fan and all the above. What else did you want us to know about you? Where can we find you on Twitter? All that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, thank you for having me. That's mainly the thing that I want to say. Thank you for having me. Your your podcast is so positive. I, I lo- I've loved, you know, um, listening to all the episodes. And you've had some great people that we're friends with on Twitter on. And it's been great to hear about Star Wars from, you know, their point of view, too. So so thank you. You're so kind and welcoming. And oh, thanks. Um, it's just been great to talk to you as well. Uh, but yeah, on Twitter, I'm Balanced Padawan. Uh, one word, obviously. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can come follow me and uh, we'll talk about Star Wars and I'll have tons of reaction memes that you can save on your phone. <laughs> it's so great because like, I'll send them randomly to my friends and they'll be like, please, please just stop. <laughs> so. That's fantastic. Yeah, make sure if you're not already following Hammy, you go do that right now. And you got a pretty stellar profile pic on Twitter. It's that original concept art from The Force Awakens with Kylo and Ray on the basically their face split right down the middle and they're sharing the same space like two halves of the same protagonist why did you choose that as your your profile picture yeah yeah so this was so I've had the same profile picture since I joined Twitter so like since I be pretty much since I became a Star Wars fan and mm-hmm. I'm not even sure how I came across it um in terms of like in the fandom uh but somehow I must have been researching or looking at Raylo or something like that and so yeah this is um I have a whole thread actually about it um but uh it's um, concept art that was in the last Jedi, uh, the art of the last Jedi book. Um, okay. So, so yeah. So it's um, and apparently it's one of the first concept art that was created for Ryan Johnson. Um, so this was before um, the Force Awakens had even come out. Oh um, yeah. They, I don't even think they had really started filming Force Awakens because um, Ray was still called Kira. Um, so the actual <laughs> art, the actual name of the art is Kylo Kira Force Mash. 
Oh. So, yeah, yeah. So she, I love that. So it's so early on. Like, so the idea that like Ryan Johnson was like reacting to what people wanted in The Force Awakens and then doing the opposite of that, it's like so false because he was coming up with these concepts, you know, before anyone had even seen right. like a single frame of The Force Awakens. So, but anyways, right. yeah. So it's um, so it's what Ray was um, kind of like the idea of what she was going to see in the cave. Um, she ends up seeing just her face, uh, but the art is half her face and half Kylo's face. And a lot of us kind of speculate um, when she sees the two figures when she asks, oh. Um, show me my parents she sees the two figures and they become one person a lot of us kind of speculate that that figure looks like kylo um mm-hmm. and that it's his hand that touches hers uh before you know the fog clears and she sees her own face oh. and it's kind of and it's kind of foreshadowing obviously the next scene when the hand touch happens yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. oh that is but, interesting i didn't read it that way yeah yeah so a lot wow. of yeah yeah i mean i mean the foreshadowing part i think i noticed that later when i was like thinking about it that oh hey yeah that, it's literally like ryan is so smart it literally happens right after <laughs> but yeah uh the so my avatar is half of her face and half of Kylo's face. And since the force smash, I think it's just supposed to show the connection between the two of them. And then also, mm-hmm. um, the, what Ray has inside of her that, um, you know, that, that the legacy and not having a legacy is probably a big part of what she's going to deal with. But Kylo has that legacy and how he's dealing with it is also part of the story. So, Oh my God, they're yeah, such yeah. good characters. My, it's so boring, but I haven't changed my, my Twitter avatar since I joined Twitter, but, but it, it just really like encompasses the sequel trilogy to me. So I just yeah. like, refuse to change it. It's so weird. Cause I associate that image with you now. So it's like, if you changed it, I probably would forget. Like, I would be like, that's Hammy posting. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> You can see on my pin tweet is my actual face. So you can still see what I look like, but my profile (laughs) picture is uh, the two of them. (laughs) Perfect. Well, yeah, make sure you go follow Hammy. She's actually pretty close to 3000 followers. You're, you're, you're almost there. You're 12 away. (laughs) So maybe uh, in the next week until this episode's released, you might hit it. But if not, somebody out there, go hit the follow button, help her out. So you're, you're posting some fun stuff on here and you're, uh, it's, it's, again, I want to thank you for coming on the show. It's, it's such an opportunity for me to just talk to you and, 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 um, make a new friend of the force and just have a ball talking about star Wars. That's what, what this is all about. We're not, you know, we shouldn't be here to fight each other. We shouldn't be here to do what, you know, obviously we'll have those people that want to do that and we'll just ignore them. We'll push them off into the corner and forget about them. But <laughs> the rest of us are just going to continue to have a blast with star Wars and all that it has to offer. So Hammy, thank you so much again. Thank for coming you. on Friends of the Force uh, from a certain point of view. It was such an honor having you, and hopefully this might not be the last time you come on the show. We'll maybe get you on here another time to to dive into some Star Wars goodness, maybe post-Rise of Skywalker or something like that. So Yeah, that would be great. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank, you. thank you again. Yeah, thank you. And for all of you out there listening, may the Force be with you always. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Friends of the Force from a certain point of view. Hopefully you enjoyed Hammy's interview and learned a little bit more about her. Now, make sure you go follow her on Twitter. As for Friends of the Force, you can follow us at Friends of Force on Twitter and Friends of the Force on Instagram. So make sure to go follow us on both those platforms. And you can also visit our website from there as well, which includes pretty cool information on the podcast, all of our episodes and information on the guests that we've had on the show so far. And speaking of also supporting the show, you can also join our Patreon at just $1 a month. So that gets you exclusive access to content, announcements of upcoming guests on the show, and you just get to be a part of the Friends of the Forest Patreon community. That's at patreon.com slash friends of the forest. If you think we're worth just $12 a year, it really, really does help us out. And I'm looking to get some better equipment for some on-site content, such as at Star Wars Celebration and Comic-Cons. So 
please go check us out there and consider joining. Thank you to our current patrons. We have Alderanian Rose, Neil Lowry, Real Farm Boy, and Timothy Dunlap. Thank you all again. And as for Friends of the Force, we are part of the Star Wars Escape Pods network. That is at We Are Escape Pods. Again, the Star Wars Escape Pods network is about promoting positivity in fandom. And lastly, we will be at New York Comic Con this week, so make sure to stay up to date on all things New York Comic Con and Star Wars publishing. We will be posting live updates from all the panels as we see them, so go check us out there and follow along. So until next time, we're all ones with the Force, we're all friends of the Force, and may the Force be with you always.